0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the
2: home of the Red Sox. 93.7, WEEI-FM, HD1, Lawrence,
0: Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app.
3: It is those trades where you trade for someone and then give them a contract extension are not efficient. They are bad value. And Bill Belichick does not like bad value, right? Because you trade for someone and then you give them an extension. It's like you cost yourself twice. However, we have seen numerous examples around the league of this working. Tyree Hill come to Miami with a fat new contract and be one of the better players in the NFL. AJ Brown is an incredible example. For the Patriots to do that, it would be an acknowledgement of Bill Belichick saying, I'm going to accept something that I, I don't, I don't think he's ever done that. He think. did
0: trade a first round pick for Brandon Cooks, but
4: then, but then he sent him pay, right back
3: out the but door didn't, and didn't pay give him the him, right? contract. Right. In order to do that, he would have to come out of his comfort zone and say, this person is so valuable that I have to do this deal. Might someone who's a really good receiver who could be traded, but doesn't need a new contract come to the Patriots? That I could maybe see more. Ian Rappaport with Phil Perry at the Super Bowl
5: last week. And that jumped out to me because rap sheet allows for the idea that the Patriots could make an A.J. Brown type of deal, a Tyreek Hill type of deal, Were you not a, a Devonte Adams type deal, where you not only bring the receiver in, but you pay them. Even though it's bad value, the value at the end of the day is bad. You're getting a good player who cares. Tyreek Hill was what second in the league in receiving did Devonte adams lead it i'm sorry jefferson led it but uh, adams is up there as well i think tyree kill was two a.j brown's in a super bowl who got bad value and who cares final hour jones and mego with arcan we're here till six taking your phone calls 617-779-7937 we'll give you our offseason quick fixes for the patriots coming up but uh plaining, i think really set people on fire and if you miss any part of the show like Meg's Plaining. Or have it delivered to your phone daily, subscribe to Jones and Mego with Arcan, our podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Let's take a few of these because Mego, again, your stance is what on grocery carts at the grocery Just store? Just
6: first ask yourself if you really need the cart. And then if you need the cart, you need to behave like everyone around you isn't beholden to your cart traffic.
5: Just ask what Arcan would do and do the opposite, right? Exactly. Arcan? Pretty much. Don't be a buffoon in the in the in the aisle like like Arkansas wandering around.
6: Oh, here I come through with my car. Oh
5: wow, I've never seen so many chips in one place before. Wow, what do I need? Bolognese with mushrooms. And I think uh, I think our obvious recommendation would be wise snacks. I think is what you would do. Of course, Um, obviously, I think that's a no brainer. Uh, Brian is in Worcester. Go ahead, Brian. Hi, how you doing? Hey, Brian.
2: So. I just want to say about the carts, I used to always be a basket person, but I changed to a cart because all the grocery stores now have paper bags, and if you have enough product and you're using paper bags, then you have to try to manipulate four or five bags out to the car, and you're holding them, they're ripping, they're splitting, and then you have broken stuff all on the sidewalk.
5: He's he's, he's hitting on something that does bother me, and it doesn't bother me in the cart, I guess, I never noticed it, but... Carrying in paper bags from the car does stink. There is a solution to this.
4: What? One, you could either be a total hippie and bring your own grocery not bags. Doing that. Or you could go, hey, Junior, do me a favor. You, that's not bagging anything. Please go get me a grocery cart. And then you put the bags in the grocery cart, and then you walk them to your car. Because uh, I have had the exact same problem as I the thought- previous caller. I'm like, oh, great. The... You, I, you you put nineteen things in this bag, and the little glued-on handles just ripped off. So I now thought he I was gonna.
5: Do? I thought he was gonna go full old lady and be like, "Can you push it to my car?" No, no, no. no That's no, what I thought no. you no, were gonna then, say. Then
4: they're waiting for a tip, and I'm not tipping you. Get out of here. Yeah, right. I would. I
6: carry uh, would the agree with bags that. like from the bottom, and then I feel like an old timey person. But what's like? What, you top, <laughs> what you do you top? But what do you know what I, mean? uh, I like, definitely da, do. Da, doing my errands, yeah. feeding my family.
5: But like, what do you top out at? Can you carry more than like two of those? Like true. the paper bags? Yeah. W- somet- sometimes if they're light enough, I can get like three or four if I can get it. But they, they're about to rip, you know? Well, I
6: don't use the handles. I hold them bottom the up. The handles
5: are an illusion. Not all grocery stores have those handles. The
6: real issue for the paper not all, bags Not is- all grocery
5: stores. Sometimes it's just paper bag, no handle.
6: Well, that's what I'm saying. I use from the bottom, but you shouldn't-
5: But I'm saying even some of, sometimes those all rip them from the top.
6: The worst is when you got the paper bag in the rain. <laughs>
4: And we're not luck. even going to go down uh, the rabbit hole of now. For, they're charging you for a paper bag, which is yeah. going to rip
5: anyways. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to forget into about that. that. Grocery shopping in the rain, <laughs> rookie. Uh, uh, one Sports. more, one more of these. Andrew's in the car. Go ahead, Andrew.
2: Hi, um, I just wanted to call in and tell um, about Mego. Um, another thing that uh, kind of grinds my gears in a grocery store is when they're both in the middle of the aisle talking to each other and like and you're just trying to get by, that kind of also grinds my gears a little bit. The obliviousness. The obliviousness. Okay. Or what if I see someone I know?
6: You better be falling in love with that person. Yeah. Like, this better be the beginning of a romantic comedy if you're clogging up the aisle like that, especially yeah. if it's a highly trafficked aisle. It's it's like your next-door neighbor. If you're in
5: the go, baking
6: aisle, go you can talk. take all your time. Yeah,
5: right. I was just going to say, go talk in the deli or something like that. Go if you're talk, in the
6: bread aisle, go talk over here.
5: Go talk over by the lobsters, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, go yeah. in
6: the weird seafood smell <laughs> area where it's really cold and damp. You can go have your conversation. Go over there there and get out of my way. Hey, I'll meet you by the scallops. Let's go.
5: I'm with you on that. Uh, 617, 779, 7937. Okay. So, you know, uh, Meggo's saying move on from the the, the grocery carts. We're saying the Patriots need to move on from last season. Sports. How about that? How about that for just a seamless, unnoticeable, uh, professional transition? Uh, Let's get to our off-season off-season plans. For the Patriots, a quick hmm. fix for the Patriots. Mego, you're up first. What's All your right. What's your plan with your appro- corresponding
4: graphics? Please. I've, I've been told. He, that, thank
5: you. I've been told this is an approved. Uh, image is what I've I been may told. have
6: approved the image. I'm not going to lie. It's I on, was
4: told that the image was already approved. It looked
6: better when it was smaller and not on a giant screen, and now I really don't like it. So Let's, I was. I told them to strike it from the record. Anyway, if you're on Twitch, you can see yeah, a get, really strange pose that I did for a professional photo. Uh, listen up. <laughs> quick fix for
5: Pat. I got, I got stuff to say. Posing yeah. like a, one of the beasts, Boys. A Look sassy way.
6: at me. Look at me. Yeah. One of the guys. Uh, number one.
5: <laughs>
6: Trade for Mike Evans. Uh, he's in the last year of his contract with Tampa Bay. Two, sign a new right tackle. Uh, specifically, I would like Mike McGlinchey. And three, resign Jacoby Myers.
5: I would like to uh, point out that Phil Perry has a five-point plan for the Patriots up now on NBC Sports Boston. Point number two, he says sign Mike McGlinchey. And I think Mego had him scooped on this one. I think Mego was was in there first on this one. When we discussed this earlier in the show, I same wavelength. Discussed
6: though. it. But yeah. We just, you know, we, okay. We both come from the Tommy Kern coaching tree. That's what the story is. <laughs> that's, a good,
5: <laughs> that's a good point, but okay. So Mego has two receivers on her list. Trade for one, Mike Evans, uh, Resign Jacoby Myers and sandwiched in the middle an offensive lineman. Arkan, quick fix for the Patriots this offseason. Uh,
1: my quick fixes, uh, first of all to sign Orlando Brown Jr. He's going to be a free agent again. I think the Chiefs franchised him so uh, he's going to be out on the market. He's been great with uh, Kansas City and with Baltimore before that. Two very different offensive systems and he excelled in both of them so I assume he can excel here too and they need the help on the offensive line. Number two for me is sign Jamel Dean. Uh, he's an elite corner. He's probably the best one who's out there on the uh, market right now and I think that's one part of the Patriots defense that could actually use a little bit of uh, reinforcement there especially if the Jack Jones thing is I don't know what's going on there but if he's not going to be ready or he's not playing the full year whatever's going to happen uh, Dean's already an established stud and my third uh, step to quick fix the Pats is trade for and extend Terry McLaurin from Washington I love him I think he'd be perfect I like it. for Mac Jones I think he's like a guy who can get open in the short field but also has big play potential I love everything about Terry McLaurin I think he'd be great here and they didn't didn't extend him. They didn't give him a, a contract extension to Washington, so I think that's a, a place you could snake in.
5: Can I Can I just ask you about uh, investing anything in the defense? Yes. Wasn't their defense good last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. And, and I agree. You can always improve on it, but just am I prioritizing defense this offseason? My answer would be no, but you can always upgrade the defense. And look, I mean, the best receivers in the league ripped them apart last year.
1: That's also the thing. So they, like, they
5: fattened up on a bunch of backup quarterbacks. I right. agree with that. You're gonna, If you're going to be a
1: competitor, you're going to have to go up against Mahomes, and you're going to have to go up against Burrow and those wide receivers and whoever else, and you're going to need a better secondary than the one that you have, I fair, think.
5: Fair, and now especially if you're talking championship contender, look, yeah. you can always upgrade and you can always fix. I personally am not prioritizing defense, but can you had a wide receiver and an offensive lineman on your list. Uh, I went with the following, and it's not the one that was suggested in the Twitch chat earlier today, which was fire Bill, trade Mac move the team but that was a pretty good one move the team to Toronto I'm sorry move it to Canada I to do another country I do love Canada I am a I am a fan of uh most cities in Canada Toronto included uh but it, it hit on one of my three points trading back draft a quarterback that's what I would do move on from the quarterback who I'm not sold on go back into the first round and if he's there at 14 take Anthony Richardson from Florida mobile quarterback who I think you could use in today's NFL. And guess what? If he's going in the top 10 like he was in Todd McShay's latest mock draft, move up a little bit for a quarterback. Oh, I don't know. Identify a quarterback and go get him like the Bills did with Josh Allen, like the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes. Identify a quarterback and go get him. Move up. Go take your quarterback, especially if you're getting some assets back in a trade for Mac Jones. Point number one. My second move would be trade for a stud wide receiver. I like DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I think he could be a bit of a depreciated asset. I don't know that he's the greatest fit. With Mac Jones, Uh, we can get to that, and I draft another wide receiver. I double down. I do what Philly did, but I do it all in one draft. And whether it's a second or third round, whatever, I know their track record drafting receivers. Keep doing it until you hit. They did it at tight end. It took forever. They finally hit on Gronk, and for a short while, before he was a murderer, Aaron Hernandez. (laughs) So they ran around, and they finally got it right. That wide receiver, you can do that. And Philadelphia is the same way. Philadelphia was drafting a bunch of wide receivers and screwing it up, and they finally doubled down, and it finally worked out. Don't ignore it because you haven't hit on it. So I'd trade Mac, replace him with a rookie, trade for a stud wide receiver, like DeAndre Hopkins, draft another wide receiver. That's how I'd quick fix the Patriots this offseason.
6: I mean, it's very bold.
5: Well, and there, there is. There and is... then you're
6: just ignoring the offensive line.
5: Well, I've seen them coach up the offensive line in many years, and you know what? If your quarterback's good enough, so you got
6: a big belief in Adrian Clem.
5: If your quarterback is good enough, I, I, maybe. I just think you, you know, know
6: your rookie quarterback coming in, he'll make up for they, the offensive they, line.
5: People forget this: they won with Dave Digglyamo as their offensive coach. Is that how you say it? As their offensive to line googly, coach, googly, um, googly whatever the hell it was. They won. We just said two separate things. They won with him. We, we've said three separate things now. They won with him. gone Googs. It wasn't always Scarnecchia winning winning Super Bowls with them on the offensive line. Look so. at Mahomes
1: though. Without an offensive line, you know they. His season got cut short, and Fair. Then they invested in it, and he won the Super Bowl. But
5: to which I'd say, but they won the Super Bowl uh, prior to that. And how good was their offensive line then? Like, I don't know how much they had invested in their offensive line then. I'd have to go back and look. By the
6: way, your quarterback, aside- Your
5: quarterback can overcome it. Brady did it his entire career.
6: Mahomes didn't look super injured on that parade float. Just saying.
5: Fair point, although... Looked he was feeling no pain. Yeah, he was. He was, no yeah, yeah. was, was self medicating. I think <laughs> is what he was doing. Not quite to Brady's level from a few years ago. Uh, but there is some commonalities on our list. You guys both want offensive line upgrades. We all want wide receiver upgrades, and we're mostly focused on the offense. So, how do you quick fix the Patriots? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. And whose list do you like best? Who's list are you most in favor of? Well, we'll put ourselves out there for that. Again, 617-779-7937. We can get to how some of these receivers mesh with Mac Jones. What receivers do fit with Mac Jones right after trending from Christian Argan. T-Mobile has
0: invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. Now back to Jones and Mego. I
6: don't know how else to talk about it because <laughs> I'm sick.
0: On W E E
6: I.
4: DeAndre Hopkins is he with the Cardinals in 2023
3: or no? I would go with not. There was a lot of interest to in the trade deadline. I thought he might get dealt. I would expect similar interest. They're I'm I'm not going to say they're rebuilding, but we're retooling a little bit. And Kyler's probably not going to play for the first half of the season. Um, I'm going to go with not on that one. Could
4: Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins? marry up and be simpatico
3: yeah, given how care. it ended in Houston? I don't care about any of that because, one, he's not the head coach. Well, it doesn't matter if you
0: care. It's, it's
3: about nah. them. Uh, Bill O'Brien is edgy with everyone, but he's also a professional, and he also doesn't call the shots. And there were plenty of other people in Houston there who were involved in the sort of dissolving of the relationship. It wasn't just Bill. So could they coexist? Like I don't see why not. Bill, like, Bill O'Brien, just like Bill Belichick, Likes really good players. Thing DeAndre Hopkins likes really good teams. I could see that working if that is the situation they decided to get into. Get up, get up, get
5: up. Oh. It's Ian Rappaport at the Super Bowl with Phil Perry last week. Adam Jones, Megan Adelini, Christian Arkan. Jones and Mego with Arkan. Taking your phone call, 617-779-7937. A reminder... You can listen to W-E-E-I on your smart speaker. Just say play 93.7 W-E-E-I. And that answer jumped out a little bit to me from from Rap Sheet when I heard it over the weekend or whenever I first heard it. And I dog-eared this last week because I figured Super Bowl's not around anymore. People like, oh, I don't know, Tom Curran are going on vacation. Right? Was he golfing today? What was he doing today?
6: He had a day off. He doesn't work for you. Spot I'm sorry. Next. I don't know if you, it if you think that he works I, for I, uh, you. Assigned
5: him, I assigned him homework last week. I assigned him homework last week. Why well, don't
6: you text him and see I, if he completed it? You know what? I,
5: you know what I, should, I should. I should text him. But I assumed a lot of these writers would go into hibernation because they've been working all football season. What do you mean,
6: these writers?
5: <laughs> I mean, these writers. Okay. Like Ian Rappaport. Not that he really writes all that much anymore. But the newsmakers, I set some of this stuff aside because I figured it would be relevant. And, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, him, A, not being dismissive about Bill trading for a receiver and then doubling down and paying them, which doesn't really apply to Hopkins. That would more apply to uh, Terry McLaurin, maybe even Mike Evans. I don't know how much that would apply to Hopkins necessarily. But Ravaport didn't dismiss that, and he didn't dismiss the Bill O'Brien-Hopkins relationship, which is interesting to me because that's been something that I haven't been sure about. I've said the Patriots should go get him, and every time you bring it up to me, you're like, well, can they get over it? I'm like, I, I bet they can, but I have no idea. I don't know if Ian Rappaport knows or if he's just talking out of school. You know, he had his tie loosened up. He was a less buttoned-down rap sheet for that podcast. Oh, Uh So maybe he was more like talking off the cuff, and maybe I shouldn't read into it as much as I am, but I- I'm assuming he's informed on this. Freestyle rap. It was freestyle rap. <laughs> Which really, that really should be his podcast now that you bring it up. <laughs> he is like do you ever He's follow, off the guff. Do you ever follow him on, on social media? He is like a weird, almost like Arcan level like hip hop head like he is really? Yeah? he really is He yeah. is yes, which it or he su- claims to be it suits Didn't Arcan, expect that suits Arcan a little more than it suits rap sheet.
1: But so uh, so when that people way, look at, at me, they think yeah. they
5: think hip hop, but for sure. but freestyle rap <laughs> it's a good it's a good podcast name, freestyle rap. Uh, anyway, when he says that they can overcome it and get past it, well, that gives me some confidence they can overcome it and get past it. And I think his best point is it's not up to Bill O'Brien. It's up to Bill Belichick.
6: Well, and it also might not be up to DeAndre Hopkins anymore because uh, Joel Corey, who has been an agent, I don't know if he's still an agent, to be honest. I think he is. Uh, he He's writing for CBS Sports. He wrote this. He said several teams reportedly inquired about DeAndre Hopkins availability before last season's trade deadline, the no trade clause in Hopkins contract voided when he was suspended for the first six games of the 2022 season because of violating the league's performance enhancing substances policy. So we've talked about, well, he has this no trade clause. He could, you know, make a fuss about going to New England. And now it sounds like I haven't seen any confirmation anywhere else that this is exactly the contract situation he's in. But according to this agent, he could have no power there anyway. If if they decide, hey, you're going to New England, you're yeah, so, going to New England.
5: So if it's up to Bill and Bill O'Brien doesn't have a say and DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have a say, he's a good fit. But here's here's the issue, and this is something I want to get into more. As much as I like DeAndre Hopkins or I like Mike Evans that you suggested, and I think Arcan's suggestion, although who knows where he stands on his own uh, on his own points anymore, but Arcan's suggestion about Terry McLaurin which he liked at one point and then hated at another point, but then I think likes again, is overrated. Maybe more, <laughs> maybe more of a fit with Mac Jones. Are we looking at it wrong? Where DeAndre Hopkins is, and he plays in the slot, but he's an outside receiver, jump ball receiver. He's not exactly a separator. I wouldn't call Mike Evans a separator. Isn't that what Mac Jones needs? A guy who gets open. And we had a caller say this to us earlier. They need an Edelman, a Welker, a Troy Brown. They a, want a
6: hunter Renfro, a,
5: a, maybe a middle of the field dominator, who you know can get open and give Mac wide open windows, and and I think Mac does need that. I think he needs it wide open. I think he needs it preferably within ten yards of the line of scrimmage, and I think he needs it over the middle. And that all speaks to a sudden slot receiver. Which, as much as I like DeAndre Hopkins, and I definitely think he's available, and I could see Belichick going after him. Hopkins isn't that. Would he be a Would that type of receiver or a Mike Evans type of receiver be a good fit with Mac Jones? I don't know. And
6: would they complement whatever offense Bill O'Brien's going to put into place? Because historically, the Patriots offense have leaned heavily on that kind of receiver. He
5: should be running the McDaniels, Bill O'Brien, Patriots offense, which, you know, I'm I'm blanking on the kid's name, the, the hyphenated name from Ohio State. Like, he's supposed to be like the big slot receiver in this draft. He barely played last year at Ohio State. He lit it up in their bowl game two years ago and had, you know, a monster season two years ago. He was hurt all last year. You know, Smith Jigba? Yes, thank you. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> I might, might not have had the last that last name right But here. that's the
5: last, what's the first name? That's the last, that's Jackson. the hyphenated last name, Jackson. Yeah. So, you know, uh, uh, Addison, is that his name at that USC? I should know all these receivers off the top of my head. Jordan Addison at USC. I think it's Quentin, more a, something at TCU. I see, but I think he's an outside receiver. So yeah, that's what I'm is. saying. So, yeah. like, if you want to go in the draft for that type of receiver, and then get an outside compliment for Mac that fits into my off-season plan. But they should be mindful if Mac's back, which is not my plan, but is I acknowledge is likely the Patriots' plan. You need to get a receiver that suits his skill set. And like, I don't know that Tyquan Thornton does. I don't know that De- uh, Devontae Parker does. Those are speed outside receivers that I don't know mesh well, well with your quarterback. Well, Devontae Parker's not
6: even a speed outside receiver. I'm he sorry. just does uh, jump up and get it. But I, Taequann Thornton, to your point, I meant to separate him, those two, yeah. Thor- Thornton is a speed go, yeah. receiver.
5: Parker an outside, yes. Thornton
6: can definitely get the separation, but in a different way, and he can't control it yet. I mean, that's something that I think you'll have to see with him is he has incredible athleticism in terms of his speed. It's ridiculous, but... He doesn't have the footwork. He doesn't have the control to stay in or even the control to slow and start and stop when he's supposed to. So we'll see.
5: Yeah, I think that's just an important thing that maybe I haven't put enough weight on. Like, I I heard this name. This is another name that you kind of scoff at, Mego. But Ian Rappaport brought up at the Super Bowl, or I guess Phil Perry presented him with, and he didn't dismiss that T. Higgins or the, the Bengals could move. Is he with the Bengals in 2023 or not?
3: That is a tough one for me because, you know, I would be inclined to say That's why this is a good game. It is a good game. Needs a better title. I would be inclined to say yes, but players get to choose. And we just saw an offseason where, you know, several receivers were like, pay me or I'm out. And I don't know that Higgins is going to do that, but he does have the talent, the ability to say, I would like a new contract and you should give me one. So I don't. I do not know the answer to that, but it is definitely a big question this offseason.
5: It's like, and I guess I've been dismissive of T. Higgins, too, moving. I'm like, why would the Bengals ever let him go? Well, they're cheap, and, well, he wants to get paid, and a bunch of receivers just did it last offseason. Like, a bunch of receivers forced their way out. So maybe T. Higgins is another one. But But I also think he's in that same mold of a lot of the receivers that are available, big outside receivers.
6: So they have a massive amount of cap space. Um, they're ahead of you in cap space. And so I would look at that and say, you know, it comes down to, I don't know, T. Higgins, I, I don't know what his priorities are. If he sees this as the realistic Super Bowl window that it is, does he want to stay there and try to win a Super Bowl? Or is it like a Steph Diggs situation where he wants to get a really big contract right now somewhere else and go there? And that would be the, I think, the, Calculation. Otherwise, if the Bengals want to keep him, I think they can figure it out with the amount of cap space that they have, even though they have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase that they're going to have to sign as well.
5: Yeah, I think they should figure it out. But again, I mean, they, that
6: is like a very special group, a very special window. And to talk about restructuring the cap to make that work for a couple of years.
5: They've cut corners before. Um, but I do think, Arcan, your guy McLaurin, fits more the mold of Matt. He's more an inside-outside receiver. I'm not saying even he's available, although Washington hasn't paid him yet. I just think that's that's more the receiver that we should be thinking about that fits Matt's skill set. And if they... If they go after Hopkins or somebody else, maybe that's an indication that it isn't going to be Mac here long.
1: Yeah, time. that could certainly be it. Um, I also think with someone like Hopkins, you're thinking shorter term. Terry McLaurin's that's still true. in his mid twenties, so that's a guy you could uh, lock up. Oh my long god, term. now
5: he's like so
6: on this if McLaurin you wanted to. thing. Like, I've he been... has one good idea. I'll tell you what, and he doesn't stop.
1: I won't, uh, <laughs> not until they get him. And listen, I know it won't be easy to get him because he's signed for a reasonable amount of money for the, I think until 2025. But that's why you got to give up something to get him. That's why you have to do. Well, that's why you have to play the game. And know? again,
5: receivers can force their way out if you. If he wants to force his way out and get paid and Washington's like, we're not paying him and they haven't paid him yet. Well, maybe that happens. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Jason in Providence. Go ahead, Jason.
2: Adam, I've been listening to you for a long time, and I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I actually agree with you. I don't think that the Patriots should be looking for someone like Hopkins because Mac Jones, to be frank, doesn't have the arm strength to throw it down the field accurately. So I think that money is just Hold being on, is thrown this Bill away.
6: Belichick? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, but honestly, like my original call, I was going to say, go out, get T. Higgins, unload pieces that you know you're not really going to need, like a Damian Harris. You already found the next running back. Why not use that new kid that they had that was like running special teams and all that kind of stuff? That'll be your RB2. Get rid of that piece to someone who really needs it. Get rid of Mac Jones. And then you have space for someone. There, there's going to be teams all over the league looking for a quarterback right now. You have Green Bay who doesn't know what's going on. You have Las Vegas who has no idea what the heck they're doing. You can unload him for a decent amount of money because people know that. Well, the goat, Bill Belichick. Yeah, not not money, but for
5: a decent return, I think is what he's saying. I mean, I just I let him go on forever because he was agreeing with me and I liked all of his points, so I, I let him go longer than I let most callers go, but. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I just I, I, I like to have somebody agree with me, I guess, is my ultimate point. I would trade back. Jones. That's
6: your takeaway from that call?
5: Yes, that's my takeaway from okay. that call, is that somebody finally agreed with me. Yes, and I'm happy about it. No, uh, trading Mac Jones is something we discussed yesterday. Um, he has been linked to the Raiders, and I don't know. Like, Mego, you said you'd trade him for a high-end offensive player. Arcan, you said you'd do it for multiple seconds. I said I'd do it for a second round pick. I pass.
6: also said I wouldn't trade him this offseason because you're well, going to be trading low.
5: Okay, well, whatever. Let's not get sidetracked on that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying. I know, but I'm just saying the 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 idea that you need to mesh the skill set to Mac Jones is important, and I do think Mac is a little waste. Uh, his skill set is wasted, or the receiver's skill set will be wasted a little bit with Mac Jones.
6: I think a lot of people would have said that with Tua last last season. It's a good and point. Somehow they a made it of, work.
5: A lot of people did say that. That's true. now I
6: think if Tua's health had been in a different I, place, I, I they would have been that. in a different scenario in the playoffs but that's neither here nor there
5: no i and look i probably said that it's a fair point Tua i didn't show that Tua didn't show that he could do it and we were seeing all the the videos in preseason oh i was
6: laughing my ass camp. off i was making fun of Tyreek Hill. looks like he's waiting for a bus when he's turning around to catch that pass. so maybe
5: maybe you're right that's a good counterpoint maybe i'm overthinking mac jones and mac jones just needs weapons and if you give him weapons he can he can make it happen or the receiver can make mac jones look good Maybe that's it.
6: I
4: mean, Jalen Hurts had a hailed mary at the end of the game. He didn't even
5: make it to the twenty. No, that he was. He
1: said
6: he slipped.
5: That was oh, pathetic.
1: I, thought, I did say uh, someone stepped on his foot. The field was slippery. That's what it looked like to me. I Lane don't. Lane Johnson. Somebody looked like someone st- Turf stepped. Turf someone else's I don't know. know. So
4: a weak offensive line. I'm pretty sure he can that. throw the
1: ball further than that. I'm just saying. Oh, I, I watched doubt. him a little bit this year.
5: I bet Mac Jones would have done it. Yeah. I mean, that's that is how that's how I think built. That was the like reenactment of how Bill views Mac Jones. That, that's field.
6: exactly the thought I had in real time. I was like, ooh, God, that's how Bill thought it was going to look.
5: <laughs> run yeah, run, a, right. run, a lateral play. Anyway, that last caller admittedly flustered me a little bit because I wasn't expecting anybody to agree with me. Uh, Jay's in Connecticut. Like
6: blushing like a girl <laughs> at the 7th <seventh> grade dance. <laughs> yeah.
5: Go ahead, Jay. <laughs>
2: hey, guys. How you doing? Hi. Uh, yeah, so I, I think what the Patriots should do is two things. One, they got to sign a player and then trade for a player. So there's guys out there. There's Odell Beckham out there. There's Ugh. Thomas that's out there. So hold on. Hear me out. Sign one of those guys because it's only cost you money. And then either like Judah, um, uh, uh, Jared Judy's out there, Higgins is out there. Sign and trade for one of those guys. So you need two guys.
5: Yeah, they need to. Uh Jerry Judy's a name we haven't brought up. Jerry Judy's another one that uh, Ian Rappaport actually discussed. But I- I'm lower on Jerry. I don't think Jerry Judy is that type of receiver yet. And so maybe you're maybe you're buying uh, cheaply and getting him on his rookie deal, but I-, I don't think he's that kind of receiver. I think Sean Payton being there maybe changes that calculus Did a little Judy bit. Did Judy play with Mac? Uh, I think they were at Alabama together. I don't know how much they they played together. Because mm.
1: Denver probably wants to recoup some draft picks. You know, after they sure. traded all those picks for Russell Wilson. So <laughs> they might be willing to part with him. Maybe. Like that, you know, they got Sutton, they got some other if guys. If I'm so. Sean Payton,
5: am I worried about draft picks or am I worried just about, like, winning right the now and trying to, ma- trying to maximize it? Yeah, yeah I'm
6: worried about everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm worried about a lot of decisions i could I've made. You
5: can tell me he's worried about draft picks. He got, he got a fat contract there, so maybe he's worried about years down the road. But I'm not, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know his mindset there. I'd want to win in year one if I were Sean Payton. But I, enough with the Odell Beckham thing. Like, uh, do you want anything to do with Odell Beckham? No. Me neither.
6: Not particularly.
5: Like, two years ago, I wanted Odell Beckham at the trade deadline. Before he got hurt and before he flipped out on an airline and before he had been out of football for a Does year the airline
6: pl- thing really scare you? A little bit. I don't know. I'm more just he's, like a, he's passed a out with his.
5: He's passed out with his pants down on a, on a flight. I mean, I don't love okay, it. Okay, who
6: among us? I, I, Whoa, I didn't I just, realize I was sitting here with the... Queen of England,
5: rest in peace. Clutching my pearls over here. Be nice up there in your ivory tower. (laughs) That's true. I just, I mean, I'm saying I don't love it. Is it like number one on why I don't want him? No. And if they did sign Odell Beckham, I guess here's my real answer. If they did sign Odell Beckham, that needs to be in like the flyer category, not in the this guy's going to fix everything
6: category. Which is what we're looking for right now. We're looking for fixes, not projects. Yeah.
5: If If they traded for DeAndre Hopkins and drafted a receiver and then they also brought in Odell Beckham, I'd be like, oh, okay, now you got something going on. What you can't do is bring in Odell Beckham and rely on Odell Beckham, and I guess that would be my answer to that caller. You can't rely on him to do that. But
6: it's better than your last answer to the last caller, which was "Ooh, I can't thanks, believe you." Agree thanks for with agreeing me. with me. I just, well, wow, I, oh, I'm just it, taken aback. It I don't even remember what you said. Beyond, honestly, I agree with you. It honestly
5: Adam. caught me off guard quite a bit. It <laughs> honestly, <laughs> got, it honestly <laughs> caught me off guard. Uh, so you know, this brings back the Mac discussion we had earlier about what Mac wants the offense to look like. Because I I don't totally absolve him for the change in offense last year.
6: You're talking about the throw it up and go get it Jump ball
5: outside the numbers, which the coaches, to their credit, and I don't think they had a great year coaching last year, but I think even people knocking the coaching staff have to give them this. They did say, this isn't working. We're a month in. This stinks. Let's amend this on the fly. And they did change the offense in season.
6: For the second time.
5: To suit Mac Jones' skill set. Okay, but they adjusted. They acknowledged the mistake and adjusted. They
6: had no idea what they were doing is what it was.
5: But I wonder, I just don't let Mac off the hook for that whole jump ball thing early in the year. I bet Mac wanted to do some of that. I bet Mac liked that. And the problem is, as we found out early in the year, Mac stinks at it. That's when Mac was turning it over. Mac was making plays. Like, the Baltimore Ravens game to me is the perfect example. Week three against Lamar Jackson. He made plays for three quarters. The Vikings game to a degree mm-hmm. is that same sort of example, although I don't think the quarterback on the other side is as good. Mac was making plays, but the more you put on Mac and the more you rely on Mac to throw downfield, the more he's going to screw it up. The more you put on his shoulders, the less likely it is you're going to win a game because, as we talked about earlier in the week, what games has Mac Jones won you? So that Ravens game to me is the perfect example. He can't really play like that. You have to manage him. The more you put on his shoulders, the more he's going to get exposed. The more they put on his shoulders, the more he turned it over. And I wonder if he gets that and if he's on board with that. He might have loved the idea of, I'm slinging it all over the yard, throwing outside the numbers. And he doesn't realize it doesn't suit him.
6: The offense was so simple, and it was so... Predictable, So I think that's a part of it. I, I, I don't doubt that, you know, Matt Patricia talked about when he went back and looked at his tape from Alabama, Alabama, at Mac Jones' tape from Alabama, that he was trying to take pieces of what worked for him there. And one of those things was throwing those deep balls, the jump balls. If you look at that tape, I don't think that that's the major thing that Mac excelled at. I think if you were trying to play to Mac's strengths, you would have been doing a little bit more RPO and play action stuff and trying to get some motions going before the snap and everything, like trying to confuse the defense on the other side. But that's not what they chose. They chose a simple thing of throwing a deep ball and then going and getting Devontae Parker, again, Matt Patricia, grabbing that player who says, well, it's an 80-20 ball for me. So I know you're absolving and saying that it's on Mac, but I feel like it is... Probably much more on Matty P. I, uh,
5: I wonder. I'm not saying I know anything. I'm just saying I wonder. I wonder how much of, well, Mac is is guilty of that direction for the offense. And, yeah, I like RPOs. Yeah, cool. I, I like RPOs. They're cool.
6: I think he said that in um the first week of September, maybe?
5: Is that when he said that? I thought. Yeah. That was, I thought that was late in the year. Oh, my like, no, God. No, 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 that this, was
6: the second time that we talked he, to him last but he really season. But here would be my
5: counterpoint. They didn't run RPOs with Josh McDaniels either.
6: Yeah, they did a lot of other stuff. No, though. they
5: did. They had a lot of pre-snap motion. They did a lot of they play didn't action. They did choose
6: between go and get it, jump balls, and, uh, you know, 17 screens. I just wonder
5: if he's happy with anything over there, that Mac Jones, which I guess is a man Seemed after. Seemed happy as a rookie. He's a man after my own heart. Well, not if he's barking for RPOs. Uh, 617-779-7937. You can jump in line. Rich Keefe has you at the top of the hour. Rich Keefe Show comes your way at 6 o'clock each and every night here on WEEI. And coming your way next, we have Endgame.
0: Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI.
3: WEEI.
2: Y'all wanna play a fing game? Game over, man. game over. You little
1: punk.
6: It's the worst part of my day.
1: Oh, don't say that. It is. End game.
6: I hate everybody losing. Everybody loves end game. You don't know this about well, me. I hate
1: I thought it was because the show's over and you're sad to say goodbye that's to yeah, well, that's That too. That's what I assumed you were Also, Mego, quit losing maybe. You know? Maybe <laughs> maybe try winning once in a while. Won't be so hard.
5: Hey,
6: can. how about you shut up?
5: Are you? You are competitive? I am. Um, because you haven't? I'll be honest. Not in this. I've
6: been nice. <laughs>
5: Yeah, but I haven't. I like...
6: suck at trivia. That's why I don't play it anymore. <laughs> but I
5: haven't like picked Except up. So now I have
6: to play it every day. Yes. Oh, this, I
4: this Fourier free throw contest that's coming up in a couple weeks is oh, going to be. Oh yeah, I would stay
6: away. I need from to her. find an stay indoor away. gym. Stay
5: I'll tell you what. Fourier is... is a coward for not inviting me to that. By the way, this is what years ago got me back into playing basketball. You know, I I hadn't played in years. I hadn't touched the ball in years. And we are uh, can I can't remember if you were part of this. Uh, I, I was roped into playing in the Globetrotters game at one point in time.
1: I was not part of that. though.
5: No. And I was like, well, I better like practice for this because who knows what they're going to ask me to do. And all they do is basically go out there and foul you and make a shoot free throws. But I didn't know that. I'm like, do I have to like get in shape and run up and down the court and like practice shooting? And so I got I got to an indoor gym and shot for a couple of weeks before the stupid Globetrotters game. And, uh, you have to practice throwing the confetti I made, <laughs> out of the bucket. I made my free throw. I made <laughs> my free go. throw uh, at the at guard, and I also airballed the three. Uh, but no, this this could be maybe it could open up like some real some real doors to to getting back into you know playing or something like that. I don't know. Should
6: I bring my own chalk to the game so I can make the cloud yes. like yes. LeBron? One
5: hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I say yeah. game
6: like it's not a basketball game; it's a competition. Yeah. yeah.
5: Where is that taking place? By the way, and this is for this for This is for a great cause. Uh, uh, Christian Fourier shots for a cause, uh, and that's and Mego is going to be shooting in it as will Gresh. I think Keith is a part of that as well. Uh, so Greg. yes. Uh, Greg Hill, yes. Yep. So uh, Courtney, so make sure you uh, make sure you work on that. Yeah, you got to practice for that I for know. sure. All right, you're Just, repping us, especially if you're, if, don't, if you're don't be an embarrassment. Competitive. Now. <laughs> I'm gonna see if
6: Tom's gonna let me in his gym. Tom Curran. He has one. Definitely. He has his own gym. Oh no, he no, is the he king of
4: the, the fifty and up men's
5: basketball league. All right. First well, of all,
6: he plays with twenty somethings.
5: Oh, I he bet he does. He proudly tells me. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I I've, I've, I've seen his videos. I've seen. I've seen Are, his basketball videos. You know uh, what? This videos. sounds
6: bad. It's just about basketball.
5: Yeah, no, I'm saying I've seen his basketball videos. I've
1: seen his videos of him playing with twenty something. I know what he's talking about. Anyway, this is brought to you by Cars for Kids. It's the easiest, fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to Carsforkids.org today. That's Cars with a K. All right, it's end game time for three trivia questions. Sorry, Mego, that have something to do with the show today. We'll start with this Wait, one. Whatever. Uh the question is name five the five media outlets. Come on that were reportedly at the first day of spring training yesterday for the Red Sox. The five media outlets reported on, I believe it was Sean McAdam with the tweet, that bothered showing up for the first day of pitchers and catchers. It was five of them. We uh, sussed out who it was. And I believe we actually even said it on the air of today. Of course, so we said. Go- just yeah. have to remember oh, what we said today. Yeah, I don't. Like
4: that's the thing that's really upsetting. it's not like I'm not great at trivia either, but it's about things that we've actively that said we in set. the last
5: four hours. Well, some of them. One was Derek Carr's number the other day. We didn't say that. That's I mean, true, you're such didn't. a car o No, I mean, caro, a car heart. Uh, I, but I should have. I should have. Uh, I should have known that. In fairness, I'm done. All right. Wait. 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 Let me write my last one. Megan's th- done. Think... Jones still writing. And i pencils down.
1: The question once again: Name the five media outlets that were reportedly the only ones who bothered showing up for the first day of pitchers and catchers yesterday. Let's hold up those answers. And uh, Jones, you won yesterday. Why don't you read what you have?
5: Uh, this was news to me. I didn't know. I wouldn't have known any of these. Channel Five. Channel Five is correct. Mass Live. Mass Live correct. Herald and Globe. Herald and Globe correct. Nesson,
1: Nessen incorrect.
5: Well, I mean they're there but they're I They're there I, but they weren't in the I, tweet. They weren't reportedly. I understand reportedly. that's not one of them. Okay. Uh, uh, you missed You missed a pretty big one, I got to yeah, say. I got Globe
6: Herald Mass Live, Channel 5 EEI. Oh,
5: WEEI was the we, fifth one. We were there. We were there. Interesting. We are Brad always, always there. Oh there. There.
6: god. <laughs> that should count double Did, against him. I, I agree. on
5: the board, I mean, one nothing. I'm just going to say Nesson's not wrong just for the record. <laughs> Poor, poorly worded question by Arcan. All right, let's go to uh, question number 2. Who led
1: the Pistons with 28 points last night? celtics their last game before uh the all-star break first and last name first and last name Yes, i'd like them both this isn't jeopardy this is end game uh one piston had a decent game the rest of them not so much but one of them was kind of balling out there last night got to see it up close pretty special all right it looks like we're done writing
5: I'm 50-50 on the first name.
1: Let's go ahead and uh, get your answers. Who led the Pistons with 28 points last night? Mego, what do you got?
6: I actually didn't even write a name. Didn't <laughs> write a name.
2: I, I heart boobs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, it's Bogdanovich, right? Bogdanovich, yes. And for the first name? Bogdan? Boyan. Oh,
5: it was Boyan. It was Boyan. Now, I was corrected many years ago. I had been saying... Literally for years, I'm like the Bogdanovich brothers, not brothers, not brothers, They're not even close to being brothers, not 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 brothers at all. I I was corrected about that uh, many many moons ago. Boyan, okay, Boyan Bogdanovich is who we were looking for. All right, and the last question
1: here for all the marbles. Oh, Boston Celtics head coach Joe Mazzula mm-hmm. was born in this town in Rhode Island, home of Rhode Island's only landfill and the Clements Irons House. Of course, both of you, I'm sure, know a lot about Rhode Island. So this should be easy. As soon as I said Clements Irons House, you should have probably known I this. I think one. I know this.
5: I'm not positive I know I don't this, think but I'm right, sure I'm guessing.
1: I think I know this. Product of Rhode Island. Big. Uh, went to Bishop Fenwick, I want to say.
5: No, uh, Bis- high school? Bishop, Hendrickin, bishop I think. Bishop
1: Hendrickin? One of the bishops. He went to a bishop high school? I don't know. One of the bishops.
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, the man was very much in the news today. He was. I don't think this came up. See, to, to my point, though, this didn't come up during the show. It's no, like it didn't. We discussed yeah. this during the show.
6: loosely related Just to. something you yeah.
5: maybe know or don't
1: know about Joe Missoula. All right, pencils down. The question, once again, Celtics head coach Joe Missoula was born in this town of Rhode Island, uh, the home of Rhode Island's only landfill and the Clements Irons house. Jones, you need this one. What do you have? Well, until you
5: said the Clements Iron house, I was a little
1: thrown away. I was a little thrown off. But Johnston, Rhode Island? Johnston, Rhode Island is... Correct, Damn. very good, Jones. I just Johnston wrote
6: Pawtucket is where
1: he's from. Pawtucket I know is incorrect.
6: Like seven Rhode Island towns.
1: <laughs> um, so I believe. Yeah.
6: yeah. Let's go. Okay, Newport. Sure. Narragansett. Good one. Um, Pawtucket. <laughs> yeah. Johnston.
5: Nice. <laughs> uh-huh.
6: What's that up to? Four? Four.
5: Four. You're missing a big one. Okay, big Providence. One. Providence. Mm-hmm.
6: Um, let's see. I got two more. Um, I think
5: you're there's one
6: to- that starts with the G. <laughs> That's
5: true. Oh, this is a is. game show within a game show now. I'm sure there is. All right, you got five Rhode Island towns.
6: I got more than this. No. I swear I do. Well, you don't. Uh, you Block ha- Island. Well, I'll
5: give it to you. Okay, six. that's
6: six. Yeah. Uh 7 is uh God, what's this? T- the one that begins with G. She, the give one it to that her. That's her, that's her seven. seven.
5: Yes, 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 yes. Uh, she absolutely nailed it. Okay, I was half oh, saying I hope East there was Greenwich. a Providence in there too. East Greenwich. There you go. So did, did I win or did I we tie? I got time? seven.
1: I'm confused. I think you well. I don't know. Did you get Bogdanovich? I guess no. It's a tie because you didn't. You got the
5: wrong Bogdanovich. I think that should be a win for me, but I'm obviously very it's biased. A tie, okay? it's, a, it's a tie.
6: So Especially since mine counted for double because you didn't know our own employer was there.
5: <laughs> That's true. I probably, sh- in retrospect, I probably should have got that. That's one that maybe should have jumped out. Who's down there for us, Lou? Uh, Bradford. Bradford? Yeah,
4: baseball.
6: <laughs> I think Lou goes down next week.
5: Oh, that's true. I believe uh, I believe he'll be down Sam there. Sam Kennedy uh, may show up at in some point. Order. We'll see. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Once he's I, done partying at All Star Weekend, I can't decide what I like more. Do I like it more that the Red Sox don't even want to pay attention, or do I like it more that they're just like, "Well, I, we can't trust anybody from the ownership level in front of a microphone." Like, I can't. I can't decide. Which I like better. But either way. Sam's like, ooh, that Nashville game, Bruins, that looks pretty good. You know what? Divert the plane. We're going to Nashville. The man was enjoying the uh the selfies game last night. That's right. Maybe he'll maybe he'll uh, dip in on a Bruins game tonight. Who knows? Where in the world is Sam Kennedy? Uh that'll do it for us. Jump in line for Rich Keefe, 617 779 7. He's with you until 10. We're back tomorrow at two o'clock right here on WEI. <laughs>